0: Billy Graham said being a Christian is more than just an instantaneous conversion. It is a daily process whereby you grow to be more and more like Christ. So my question to you is today, would your spouse or your kids or your best friend say that you look more like Jesus today than you did yesterday? Welcome. I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me today as we dive into episode 159, and we pray our way through Ephesians chapter 4, verses 14 through 24. But before we do that, we're going to start with a bit of worship. Ephesians 4:24 says this. It says, and to put on the new self, the one created according to God's likeness in righteousness and purity of the truth. And so the reason I pulled this one out for worship today is this description that, that, that we have been created in God's likeness, but what that likeness entails righteousness and purity of the truth. And so I wanted to just use that concept this morning in in worship. So would you join me? Father, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be here. And I I ask that as, as the tech things are struggling today, as the signal is low here um, where we live, I pray that you would just overlay all the tech stuff. And whatever this morning is supposed to be, I want to let you handle it. And I'm just going to Talk to you as I do every day. So I do honor you this morning for these two ways that you are described in this passage or in this verse. Your righteousness and your purity of the truth. We're made in that likeness. We are our new self is created in that likeness and righteousness and purity of the truth. And I just wanna honor you because we don't we aren't that way normally in ourselves. Like righteousness is not something that without you I would probably aspire to or be certainly be able to achieve. And you are far more than anything that we can imagine, righteousness and pure. And I worship you this morning for those things. I honor you this morning for those things, your righteousness and your purity. And I'm grateful that you have created us in our in your likeness not only with our original when you knit us together in our mother's womb, as the verse says, not only in that creation but also when we are created as a new believer, as a new self, when a new creation, a new creature, I think, as it says in scripture, that creature is created also in your likeness, this new self that we are is created in your likeness, and I'm grateful for that today as you as you help us grow into be more and more like you. this is what we we become daily, and you have created us to be so I I worship you this morning for that, for your righteousness and your purity in truth. As we move through this time this morning, give me the right words. Give me uh, right meaning, right according to what you have planned for us today. This is in your hands. I give it to you as an offering. Use it as you will and grow us as we're going to pray later. Grow us into being more and more like Jesus. Amen. All right, so we are in Ephesians Chapter 4, we started last week. We had an opening on Friday or Wednesday, Friday, whatever last time we did this was. We had the first section in Ephesians chapter 4. This week, we're going to finish out Ephesians chapter 4. Today, we have 14 through 24, 10 verses. We're in the second half of the book of Ephesians, where Paul has begun telling his readers how the gospel and the gift of grace should make a difference in our lives. And in today's passage, he talks about spiritual maturity, our daily lives, The old self before we had a relationship with Jesus and the new self after we have that relationship after our salvation. So I'm going to jump in and read Ephesians chapter 4 verses 14 through 24. I'm going to read the whole passage so you have an overall sense of where it's going. And then we'll go back and we'll pray through certain portions of it. This is what it says. Then we no longer be little children tossed by the waves and blown around by every wind of teaching, by human cunning with the cleverness in the techniques of deceit. But speaking the truth in love, let us grow in every way into him who is the head, Christ. From him, the whole body, fitted and knit together by every supporting ligament, promotes the growth of the body for building itself up in love by the proper working of each individual part. Therefore, I say this and testify in the Lord, you should no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thoughts. They are darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them and because of the hardness of their hearts. They became callous and gave themselves over to promiscuity for the practice of every kind of impurity with a desire for more and more. But that is not how you came to know Christ, assuming you heard about him and were taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, to take off your former way of life, that old self that is corrupted by deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, the one created according to God's likeness, in righteousness and purity of the truth. That's the passage. There's a lot in there today. So I think um, before I before I jump into the prayer portion, I do want to highlight, I probably should have done this before I started. Uh, There's a portion where of this passage where he says, don't live like the Gentiles do. You should no longer walk as the Gentiles walk. Now he's speaking to Gentiles. The Ephesian church was in, in the Gentile population. However, they now knew Christ, so they needed to put off the way that they used to live and take on this new self, this new kind of life. And so when we look at, him saying that the Gentiles were futile in their thoughts, they are darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of their ignorance and because of their hardness of their hearts. He's talking about not just, not, not a specific kind um, people in the Ephesian church, but those outside of the church. The Gentiles are anyone, uh, at, at first it would be referred to as anyone, any non-Jew, which He's kind of describing this situation, but now we have Gentiles becoming Christ followers. And so he's talking about you need to put off that former life apart from God and start living according to God. So that's kind of a, a little explanation of that paragraph in there. So let's go back and we'll start to pray. Father, this first part of this sequence or this passage talks about spiritual maturity, no longer being like little children tossed around by the different things that I'm taught by the different ideas that humans come up with that are deceitful. And we want that kind of maturity. We want to grow up in our faith. You tell us over and over again in Scripture in various places that we need to not just come in as a spiritual baby and stay like that. We need to grow in our spiritual life, in our faith life, in our spiritual maturity, so that we won't be tossed around, so that we have discernment, and so we have understanding of the things of God. And I ask that you would begin to grow that in each of us. Let us grow in every way into the one who is in charge of our life, into Jesus. And speaking the truth in love is one of the things that will help us in that process so that the whole body benefits, that it promotes the growth of the body, the build itself up. This is the body of believers. And I ask that we would each find our perfect place in that body and that, we would be one that would be described by the proper working of each individual part, that whatever that role is for us, whatever, and you spoke in Friday's verses about some are prophets, some are teachers, and there's all different kinds of giftings in the body and all different kinds of roles you would have us play. I pray that you would help each one of us find that perfect place so that we could be some of those proper working of each individual part. That, our, that my individual part that I am responsible for, that I would accomplish what you sent me here to do. And as I do that, as I become part of this community, this family of believers, I pray that I would be one of those who would be supporting, a supporting ligament for others, that I would speak the truth of love, grow up into you in maturity so that I could help others, not so that I could condemn or criticize or demean or reject, or um, I'm thinking of the idea of separating, like keeping people on the outside, but instead so that I would be one who is an ambassador of your love within the body of Christ and without the body of Christ. You tell us or through Paul that we should no longer walk like the Gentiles do, no longer walk in the, the mindset and the actions and attitudes of our former self before we knew you. And because you are telling this to the church, you're talking to believers here. I know that there are ways that our hearts can be darkened, that our hearts can become hard, that that we can become callous, and we can give ourselves over to the practice of every kind of impurity with this hunger for more and more. There's this characteristic of sinful attitudes and actions of, of sinning that opens the door, like when we just get a foot in, it opens the door and we begin to desire more and more. It becomes easier and more desirable and more comfortable being in that place. And I pray that you would help us not only to retreat from any of those things that we're doing, and help us to back out of that door, but help us to keep them close to begin with. Help us see the way that our own temptations to live as we used to live appear in our life. Um, I pray that our hearts would stay soft and teachable and malleable and full of love and generosity and grace and hope. That Spirit, when you grow the fruit of the Spirit in us because you are able to work in our lives and you are visible in our life, that our hearts would not shut you out. That we would not turn toward old sin, new temptations, and our desire would not increase for those things. That, That instead of hungering and thirsting after wickedness or after what how did it describe it here in today's verse the practice of every kind of impurity that instead we would be that we would hunger and thirst after righteousness i pray that you would grow that in my life the next part of the passage says that we were taught that the truth is in Jesus that we can take off our former way of life that old self corrupted by deceitful desires and that our spirit the spirit of our mind can be renewed and we can put on the new self the one created according to your likeness in righteousness and purity of truth and i pray that you would work that process out in us that that this spiritual maturity this growth process is not it's not short it's not easy it's not uh, something that is like a one-and-done kind of thing, as the quote from Billy Graham said, it is a continual, everyday process for us to grow into the likeness of Jesus, to be filled with the fullness of Christ, as last week's passage said. And I pray that every day that you would help us in that process, that we would that we would pursue you, that we would pursue growth and, and this relationship that will grow us into the kind of person you want us to be. Pray that that would be important to us that we would guard that process and that we would place a priority on it and so I guess to wrap this idea to put a bow on this idea I pray that you would help us to grow up into the people you want us to be and then help us walk that out in our lives every day this putting on the new self and taking off of the old that that we would that our actions that our words, the way we speak to our family, the way we talk with our fingertips online, the way we interact with people that we meet, that those would be evidence that our new self is in charge. That our new self is where we're putting our time and our effort and our attention and our, I, I guess just to say that we're resting in that place. It's very easy to run back into comfortable habits. It's much more difficult to learn to react out of patience and love and grace. And I pray that you would walk with us through that process. Grow us up and help us to walk out that love on a day-to-day basis. In Jesus' name, amen. If you are watching the broadcast on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page, I appreciate you joining me, even when the tech and the signal is low and difficult. I appreciate you being here with me, whether it's live or replay. We'll be back on Wednesday, and we'll finish out chapter four. We have two more weeks after this. We're starting in the second half of this series, and what will be coming later in November is an entire month focused on real gratitude, not kind of the easy platitudes that we that we can often say, but what does real thankfulness and gratitude look like in our lives, and what does it grow in us? So that's that is November as a teaser. Good morning, Loretta. Hey, good to see you, and glad that you are here. If you are a podcast listener, subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend will help more people join us in prayer. We are brought to you every, twice twice a week, I was going to say every week, every episode by Grace in the Gravel Road. And my heart is that as you and I pray together, as we do this twice a week, that we would grow in our ability to interact with scripture and use these words to honor God. But most of all, my prayer is that you'll fall deeper in love with the one who gave us these words. Amen.